Wasn't that cool? That was cool. Yeah, Ooh. we're live. <clears throat> Welcome to the OK Podcast with Tom and Juji. We, uh, we've got some... Uh, it's the first published on the Spotify, on the iTunes, on the Google Play of Juji and I doing this solo duo. Duo. It's a duo. We're a duo. Nice. And uh, we've done this a few times live on Twitch before, but we haven't... Uh, yeah, we haven't published it on Spotify and whatnot because we wanted to give Brian some dry runs to get better at media and uh, Lincoln Media and just getting the audio down to a T. And it's pretty, the audio is pretty good now. It's great. I think, I think we're, uh, we're in a good spot. Um, Brian, if you could make chat a little bigger and throw it on the side just for reference purposes. This is a more integrative podcast. But uh, yeah, let's start it out with some announcements. Uh, we've been doing the podcast with a bunch of guests and we'll be having a lot more guests coming here and us going places in the uh next six weeks we made pretty insane yeah this gonna be a pretty packed nice exciting schedule yeah yeah it's gonna be good so what we got what we got coming up we got uh in may uh well april is the this is the month is april right so uh we got bottom eight yeah. uh the arm wrestling tournament mr devin larrett who is uh has got big arms Knows how to make him look bigger by deceiving your eye. Uh, very good at that. He's been everywhere. He was at the Arnold, Australia. Do you see him? Yeah, he, I don't know how he's traveling, and he's just cool with it, I guess. And he just exists one place, and then he tele- he's good at teleporting. He's uh, Yeah, he travels well. It seems like every time we need to contact him, he's home for some reason, even though it looks like he's traveling. Yeah. Yeah, he just came home the other day. Okay. But we made a video with our dude James Rodriguez, uh, kind of prepping Juji for the bottom eight tournament, going over a few of the opponents, what their weaknesses could be, what Juji could uh, do to improve. Uh, I think we identified some weak spots that Juji kind of needed someone else to, from an outside perspective, to see. I think uh, we have a theory. I have a theory behind his tendonitis, why he gets it so badly from mine. Yeah, remember my theory from the Ready, Set, Goes? Yeah. That you just are always waiting for someone to go, and you just absorb that impact instead of being tensed and ready to bang right away. Because mm-hmm. really, when we're training, uh, let's say, for example, Sunday, we were training arm wrestling. I had no problems. Oh, being you training? Oh, yeah, no. yeah. Yeah, we weren't doing Ready, Sets. Though. Right, right, exactly. But mm-hmm. uh, when we're actually just training and pulling and just pressuring up and getting all that sweet, sweet stuff in, we don't have any problems, but I didn't have any problems training with James, and I went a hard with him here. And there. I know, I know. But I had one moment there where I felt it just go. Whoosh, and I was like, hmm. I wish I knew where that was. There what was moment a, was it? It was in the middle of it. There, it was one certain move. Oh, gosh, I wish I could remember. Maybe if we, uh, <laughs> there's a video on YouTube coming out. Maybe it's just to review it. Brian, you do the rough cut. Just look for any part of the video where I might be rubbing my arm more than usual, and then go back. Hmm. Before and see where I'm not rubbing my arm, it's gonna have happened before I started doing that. But James taught me some new moves. You did, and, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I think uh, it's gonna be interesting. And I think some of those new moves are safer. I didn't realize yeah. the post, the, the post, post especially. And he, I don't think you were doing it correctly. Before. I wasn't hooking correctly. Either. Yeah, you weren't. Yeah, I wasn't doing much correctly at all. I, I, I it's the theory, man. I, I just another thing that I've noticed is just it's just really hard to take this huge aggregate of information that is being thrown at you by many, many people 
many of whom every arm wrestling tournament, every arm wrestling session, just many people throwing juji information about how he should pull and how he should be doing this and this. And it's just most of them don't know how to teach, first of all. You, especially. They don't know your background, your history. They don't know how to teach in general. And then there's too many people saying too many things yeah. up to this point, right? What are the, the sessions that you've gained the most knowledge are from James and from Devin. Yeah, those two. And uh, other than that, it's just a bunch of knowledge that's being thrown at you that's taken away from the other more important things, I think. I think the Orlando tournament was just like the culmination. That was bad. I mean, well, how did you feel coming out of that as well? Because you were getting tons of people throwing stuff at you as well. I don't know, what man. Was your, what was your brain with all that? I, I, you know how I work. I don't, I don't get... The, the people just telling me that stuff doesn't help me. I like I learned how to. I remember James taught you this the backward C top rolling, right? Yeah. I learned that from one of the guys at the uh, at the Arnold uh, in Ohio, and then I looked at a bunch of videos and studied it and actually cemented it in my brain. And I was actually doing it correctly when James confirmed that, you know. Mm-hmm. But that took me like finding that information afterwards as well. Yeah. I, I'm not just going to learn from some dude telling me giving some, you some uh, things. stuff that you didn't ask for. Well, and in a setting where if you're actually taught in a setting that's not hectic as heck, you know, we, like we could be in these hectic sessions. Yeah, the tournament or at the Arnold. Like, yeah. how are we going to freaking figure out anything in the Arnold when there's kids banging us with their fucking juji boners all over the place, you know? <laughs> oh, Juji, dude, that shirt you're wearing is so sick, dude. I want a picture with you. Um, but uh, on that note, we went to a comedy show yesterday, Chris D'Elia. Uh That was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I was supposed to have a date, but she's in another state. And then I tried to find another date around me. And there's, I just I found a bunch of vegans. Wait, what? They wouldn't go to a steak dinner with me. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was, this, that was the problem. I think the I think one of the interesting I things I, I noticed about budge. watching this comedy show with you, Tom, was mm-hmm. I think we laugh at different things. Oh, totally different. Totally different things. Yeah, I laugh yeah. at really dumb jokes. Like there's one about a refrigerator. I yeah, thought it was yeah. so funny. Yeah. It's just like dumb dumb stuff like that. It just tickles my humor. <laughs> yeah. And the darker stuff is what you love. Oh, I love the dark stuff. You love the dark yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. That's the good stuff. But Delia was good. He when he was talking about the dolphin fucking, yeah. that was good. Yeah. There's <laughs> there was a dolphin fucking joke for for a long time, he about was fifteen minutes. I loved, it, I loved it when he said, "If you guys are still laughing at this, I'm going to keep going." Then, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's like straight up transparent about it. It's like I'm just going to continue this bit if you guys yeah. don't stop laughing. But it's true, dude. If there's anybody in the, the, the my favorite was when he was talking about the one person in the audience that got raped by a dolphin. You know, if that's a possibility, if yeah. there ever is that person there, yeah. they're just really uncomfortable with that joke <laughs> it's just it was good though uh, the uh, the show was good his opener was funny Linochi um, I think he was okay uh, he's not he's he's cutting his teeth a little he's not as I think uh, his is a little crude mm-hmm. you know it's not as much my style I guess but uh, yeah it was good I fell asleep though Judy didn't notice but I, fell, I, fall, I told him I fall asleep in every thing I sit down to watch man he just for, for like the last third or half of the show oh, third, I just third. Third. <laughs> he was just not laughing anymore no. and I don't think it was because he didn't enjoy it I was just like maybe he doesn't have to laugh to enjoy a comedy show but I wasn't like I didn't actually like no look at you and be right. like oh he's sleeping Yeah. oh he's sleeping yeah yeah I fall asleep I'm sorry Chris Delia uh, everything was so good I just can't 
I just can't sit and watch something in a theater and not fall asleep for like some portion of it. Yeah. Usually the last third. But uh yeah, so we went through that. So we got more news. Uh we got a surprise strongman thing happening with one of the guests that we've had on the channel. Uh we can't tell you who, what or when, but <laughs> it is going to be we're going to be collaborating with another strongman in the beginning of May. Steffi Cohen is coming May 17th with Hayden and with uh with Alex. We discussed this I believe we discussed on the last podcast that Hayden, who is the uh, co-proprietor and co-founder of Hybrid Movement with Steffi, uh, he was not able to come into the country, and it was just a sad thing for Steffi, and it's just been a horrific experience for the business and uh, and their personal lives. And Canada was just they, the visa between Canada and the United States got messed up, and he wasn't allowed into the U.S. for about it was about eight months. Uh, I think it almost was almost a year. Was it was it that long? It was thought, a long time. I thought it was at the end of November. When did we see we saw him in July? Yeah. Yeah. Was that the end of it uh, maybe about six months. But uh he's coming, so that's cool. You guys probably don't know who Hayden is, uh, but he is Hayden Bow. He is super strong. His squat is absolutely nutters. Uh, yeah. I think he did six oh what was that, six God damn, he did like six oh five by five or something. <laughs> yeah, but he, he, but he doesn't just do it; he keeps doing it. Yeah, it's he's nuts. still posting videos of him doing like six hundred plus pounds for. And he, yeah, this is a guy that what, what's he weigh like two oh two ten? He's no, he's like two hundred, two hundred around yeah. two hundred. Yeah, just get a look at an Instagram. Uh, is he squatting there? He's squatting a lot. Uh, yeah, check this out. Six oh five by three there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you can't do five, you'll do three the next day. Yeah. Six of five by five by three. He did that by five. I think he PR'd. What did he do? Like 650 or something? I don't know, man. At at 198. This guy just doesn't care. He's nuts. He just does it. Yeah. So uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, And then. uh, Yeah, that was 605 for three. And then he did 585 for three right after that. Nice. Uh, But the. that's Brian, guys. If you're listening on the audio, that uh, Brian he is trying. Brian is trying, <sighs> and uh, yeah, the the Steffi stuff's gonna be cool. Hayden's gonna come. I don't know. We'll probably do some powerlifting. Steffi wants to learn to backflip. I know that. Yeah. So we'll That's teach what her. I figured we would do. And we have the facilities to do it now. So anybody that learns to back wants to learn to backflip, we will teach them. Man, I can teach them the trampoline portion. Judy teaches them the floor floor version and. Steffi has it, man. She her vertical is probably like thirty inches, dude. She's got no problem doing that, and she's mm-hmm. a super good athlete, super good body control. I feel like she's going to get it within the first like forty five minutes if she has it mentally prepared in her head. Yeah, but uh, so happened to Houston Jones when he went in. Yeah, he yeah, he, he was it. ready. Yeah, but <laughs> but that guy doesn't have much fear. I don't his, know if I don't know. How there's much some fear disconnect Steffi with his it, but, uh, his uh, brain. And then May 23rd, we got American Ninja Warrior. We're going to the course. We get to run it. We get to film it in Cincinnati, Ohio. You know, uh, Steffi learning a backflip here with the facilities we have now to actually train regularly with the acrobatic stuff that me and Tom both have a background in for years. A lot of people don't know that. And then the Ninja Warrior, you know, all this is kind of related to... You know, how are we training for this stuff? Yeah. You know, we're me and Tom have been going once a week to the gymnastics facility and just throwing down. That's good, yeah. Doing the best we can. We're, and, we're uh, moving in a good direction. You're making insane progress on a tramp. Oh, yeah, dude. It's all coming back really It's quickly. coming back real quick for you. Yeah. 
I just got to do doubles. I got to get back like double flips is kind of the one mental thing that's blocking me because mm-hmm. uh, I've told I've mentioned this on the channel before and uh, Juji, but I, I I pretty much quit tricking from 2013 to 2007, 16, 2017 when we started working together again uh, because I just destroyed my ankle, just broke it to pieces. In a, I didn't get a, have to get any steel or iron or whatever titanium shit they put in people's ankles, but really destroyed it uh, in 2013 doing a double backflip on floor. And, uh, yeah, it was a sad moment. And then I broke my wrist as well within the same six-month span. Well, so, that set you back. Yeah, yeah. I just basically just went for about two years. I didn't do anything except bike and stretch occasionally. Mm-hmm. I didn't do any athletics, nothing, because I was just broken as a human. So the double backflips are, are pretty scary for me. And uh, trampoline, I used to do – I mean, I've done thousands of them on trampoline, but mm-hmm. still a scary notion. So I'm excited to get that mental block. I can't, I'm making the progress. You saw I did one and a half backflips to your back yeah. this week. So after that, then I can – Go for doubles. Nice. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. But it's going to help us with the Ninja Warrior run we're going to have to do. Oh, because, yeah. Uh, think about it. Arm wrestling at the end of this month, training for that, mm-hmm. getting our grip work going. Oh, yeah. Our yeah. hand and arm control. What is Ninja Warrior? It's a lot of grip stuff, but it's also a lot of jumping around and mm-hmm. ankles and knees. And yeah. that's what we're training at the gymnastics gym. So it's a weird... It's weird that it well. worked out this way, man. Yeah, it's yeah. Like we're gonna we're gonna train two things that don't go together to combine them for something that needs both those things. Yeah, awesome. Finally, it's working out. It'll yeah. be okay. Yeah, <laughs> and then take a break from arm wrestling before the Ninja Warrior. It's yeah. basically we're going hard and then doing the arm wrestling, then deloading from that and uh, focusing on athletic endeavors. So it'll be good. It'll be an interesting May. There's a lot. A lot planned for it. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a good month. And then at the end of May, beginning of June, we got... Antoine Vaillard. Antoine Vaillard. If you guys haven't seen Antoine, he is... Let's bring up a picture of Antoine. He's looking freaking insane, dude. Antoine's like a, a machine built only to win the Toronto Pro Show. And uh, if you are going to go to the Toronto Pro Show, we might do a meetup there. Actually, we might do a grip meetup. Uh, okay. uh, we actually... I think we will do a grip meetup at... At the uh, uh, just show that one, that's good. yeah, yeah, yeah. Throw that on there, yeah. Make that big screen. <laughs> give me, so give me the big screen of Antoine. That's stupid looking, yeah, yeah. Give it. Oh, there he is, Antoine Vaillard. Juji, you've been friends with him since 2002. Two. Two. Yeah, it's a long time, and uh, and then I, I've been friends with Antoine since we started 2017 is when I first met him, but I knew of him. Because I was on the uh, tricks tutorials and all that, I watched all your old videos, so I've I've known him for a while through the internet. But uh, he's looking hench. He's looking like he's about to pro show all over some boys' faces and just destroy <laughs> them. Uh, but uh, yeah, Antoine's dialed in. It's and exciting. It's gonna be great because we're gonna be filming content for the YouTube channel, guys, and we're gonna be able to go backstage and be there with Antoine when he's in his best shape. And you mm-hmm. get to see what's going on back there. Yeah, it'll be cool. In a cool way. They still have to give us our media pass, though. They haven't given us that yet. He's trying to get that for us. Okay. There's no way we shouldn't. But... No way. <laughs> yeah. But then we'll get to hang out with him for a few days afterwards mm-hmm. and uh, get to see his new well, house. The, new, the gym, dude. The new That's gym? the crazy Pure part about it. Fitness. Pure muscle and fitness. 
is uh, him, Antoine, uh, Dorian Hamilton, uh, the brother, G.J. Noah, who else we got? Uh, Frank McGrath. Frank McGrath are all starting this gym uh, called Pure Muscle and Fitness. It's not going to – you're not going to be able to see it. Don't worry about it. Uh, the the gym is going to be nuts. I mean the, the stuff on their Instagram is – they're basically – Dorian Hamilton's just spending massive amounts of money to get the best machines ever <laughs> for bodybuilding. Apparently he's he's handpicking the machines like meticulously. He's not just like, yeah. okay, hammer strength. Right. Outfit my gym. He's like, no, I want this one from this manufacturer in this color. Yeah. I want this one from this manufacturer. I hate this one from this one. I want this one. And it's like yeah. the guy has experience. He's, a, he's a trainer of bodybuilders. Been a bodybuilder for a while. Those guys know what machines they like and which ones they don't like. And he's just he's meticulously handpicking them. And that's expensive because usually uh, yeah. if you do it that way. You don't get any wholesale benefits. Correct. You're yeah. just buying You're just, straight up. Yeah, the manufacturers aren't helping you out. One of the things I saw, they, I, I keep wilding about this, but there's a seated like shoulder lateral raise one that I was just like, I have never seen anything like that. It's the weird it one, perfect. right? perfect, yeah. yeah. It's not the one with the pads that you just stick your arms under. It's like a really odd one with handles and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's pretty wild. The... Uh, the the gym's gonna be great, but I think we yeah I think we should have a we'll, we'll probably have a grip meetup at that gym because mm-hmm. uh, then it'll bring a lot of people there and we have a gym that you know we're friends with there now I mean we're we like Fortis Fortis is in Toronto Omar's there but uh, the last Toronto meetup we did had a hundred and like almost two hundred people at it in that park so we could bring some some people over to Pure Muscle and Fitness, which would be great. Cause this would be a better... Yeah, yeah. And they're just opening... uh be a better facility for it, oh, too. The park great. was cool. The park was yeah, cool, yeah. don't get me wrong, but you can go for some water and some bathrooms and some places to sit and some parking locations, you know? Yeah, and they'll appreciate just bringing more people to the gym because it's opening... If you guys are in Toronto, it's opening in, uh, I believe, the end of April is, uh, is the opening. Yeah. And uh, it's going to have everything you want. If you want to pose in there with... Uh, and out of six pack or with a six pack, who who cares? You know, you get good lighting either way. Uh, then that's that's all the events we got going on. We got a lot. It's it's a pretty in, intense couple months here coming. Uh, but we uh, and then the Martins Lisi's videos are about. There's two more. Uh, the next one is a Chick Fil A video, and the uh, one on Monday is a is a. Uh, Strongman, we did some, uh, what we do, stones, uh, log press. And farmer's carries. Farmer's carries, yeah. It was a long day. And that video has a surprise in the middle of it, guys. You don't want to miss it. You don't want to miss it. You don't want to miss it. This is the thing that Tom was, like, living for. Yeah. To make it happen, so. Yeah, I think that was the the funniest reaction I got. I think Lindsay... Romark and Martins were in the room, and yeah. they were just like, "Oh, so wh- why are we doing this? You know, why are we filming this?" And I was—I just said to them, "It was—I mean, it was pretty kind of—I would say it was a bit of a, not morbid, but I think it was a downer comment for me." I just said, "Like, oh, why are we filming this? Why do you?" Why? I was like, "You know, out of all the seven videos we made, this two minutes is the only part I care about." That's—that's <laughs> I mean, that's the truth, guys. I don't give a shit about these workout videos anymore. It doesn't give me any. I, I like. I try to make them as best as I can, so I can give a shit about them. But I don't, I don't, I don't know. It doesn't give me any gratitude after five hundred of videos. them. And yeah. you have to understand from his perspective. Like, imagine what it's like to edit workout videos of other people. I don't give a shit anymore. They're, they're boring as hell. So I have to make them at least not boring to me. 
So that's why we we filmed this segment in the upcoming one, and, and it'll it'll hopefully come up and uh, with Steffi and all those other guests. Uh, the uh, we just mentioned the next guest chat. You can tell them, uh, but we've got. We got some other stuff coming up, uh, Grip Genius stuff. Uh, we'll talk about that later. We got some exciting things for that. We got a warehouse, all that. But let's get into some news. Uh, we got Mother F and uh, uh, Calvin Von Moger getting a documentary from uh, Generation Iron, which uh, my favorite part about that. No, we're not watching this trailer. Fuck no. Get the shit off the. Get that off the screen, Brian. I don't even want to see it. Don't even have the. Ch- no, no, exit out. No, I, exit out. Don't hit, even have no, that no, no, tab no, no. open. Con- Brian, Control Shift T. Control Shift T a couple of times. Don't, I don't want to see it. Do not restore. I just, we're not watching. I just, want, just throw the cursor in the middle of the timeline. No. Oh, Jesus. All right, just throw up the trailer. <laughs> Control we'll Shift T. Control Shift T. We'll watch this. Is that it? Yeah. We'll watch this trailer. Just, I don't need to see the whole thing. I just need I'm one of those guys that's gonna skip to the middle of it after the, the fade right. in and black and Full white. Full screen shots. it, Brian. Yeah. And I don't want to see the drone shots well, at the beginning. Come on. Yeah. And you don't have to worry about anything for the rest of volume up. Because you don't have one. I was born in central Victoria, on a little farm. It wasn't until I was 13, 14 that I would have first discovered kind of bodybuilding. I had a friend, he had this idea of making a motivational YouTube video. That blew up, so I just went with everything. Not so much of a dead, I was just trying to keep up with my older brothers doing dares, I guess, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> Hi, Carlo. Yeah, Dave. I got approached by Steve Jones, who's a producer, so they asked me to play uh, young Arnold. They painted the gap? And then, yeah. <laughs> if that little carabiner broke or wasn't Damn. strong enough, then I would have fallen 100 foot down to the rocks in the ocean below. That was the most excruciating, traumatic experience I've experienced. That fall, the break, everything, just the worst. It was a shock to everybody when, when it well, all happened. Your shot was terrible. For it to be a bicep and a knee injury, it was it was a hard hit for him. Uh, I was pretty pretty broken, pretty hard, pretty pretty heartbroken. The first thing you want to hear is the, like, okay, how soon can I do what I'm doing normally again? Simple answer to that. No doctor, no person, no one can tell you, oh, you'll be healed in six months, nine months, 12 months. You don't know what to expect. This year was the most challenging, the most difficult. I got these terrible injuries the house, the fires, those are the cookie. things that are trying to He looks so upset. That was pretty funny, man. So you're going to make your break you. They set that shit up, too, dude. You know, the producers, you can turn it off. Uh, you know, the producers must have said, all right, Callum, uh, we're going to give you this cookie. Uh, can Do they you, have the same accent? Uh, can you... Uh, Is it a New Zealand Can you producer? respond a little bit uh, sad here? <laughs> Callum, we're going to take the shot again. You didn't look sad enough when you uh, you had the cookie. Uh, the cook- oh, the cookie's broken. Can we get another cookie? Oh, we only got one cookie. Kind of like, how many Kiwi producers huh? on set? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then there's, there's this one American dude. Oh, we don't have any more cookies, dude. <laughs> Calm's gonna have to look sad with that half cookie, man. Oh gosh, dude. The, my, the, I think the funniest part about this is that this is such a serious thing they're doing, 
and the documentary is so serious, but it's all because Callum wasn't very smart, man. I love Callum. I love the guy. We've yeah. met him. We're friends with him. But he did some dumb things and some dumb stunts that he shouldn't have done in the condition he was and and got hurt. And then they're making this really like serious story about it and a comeback. It's not like he got injured getting shot on a bodybuilding stage or something, you know? <laughs> this is... He... These are all things that he could have prevented. So what was the first thing that happened to him? The bicep tear. The bicep tear was the double. It was him and Chris Bumstead doing a gigantic bicep curl. I wonder if there was any warning sign he had before it tore. Because anytime before I did not hurt myself because I don't hurt myself doing a lot of dumb things because I usually work into them, you know? You, you see me like, okay, this doesn't feel right. I'm going to stop. I wonder if he was like, man, my bicep really tight right now. Let's just do it anyway. I just feel like he doesn't have the warning signs for that because he's never really trained to do those things. He's just went for it, you know? Yeah. but That was a spiral right there. It was a bicep tear he had. And then after that, right. it's like... Uh, well, and then he did the rappelling. And it's just... Uh, I understand. And, and you want to do things that you enjoy and you get thrills out of. But prepare yourself to do them well. Yeah. Because your career. So, that, But that's that's why I'm just kind of like, why is this thinking why is this epic documentary coming about his comeback when it all kind of came from things that he could have prevented himself <laughs> and it's not a documentary because my favorite reddit the on the bodybuilder subreddit the top reddit comment says these are just uh basically overhyped youtube videos from generation iron because look at the production quality of that it's just like he's got a big old headroom and a weird documentary shot and he's got a cookie in his bed <laughs> Like how many shots of the the bed and the dog and the cookie can they get? You know. So the actual injury from the beginning of that video from Callum says that the accident left him with a complete rupture of his quadricep tendon and a dislocated kneecap. And, right, that, and a broken. That nose. was the repelling, though. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That was be, that was the second injury. Bicep tear was the first thing. The that was with uh, Chris Quadras after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, either way, it's just, I don't know, Generation Iron just makes some weird... Uh, people watch them, but I don't know. I'm not sure why. <clears throat> so, <laughs> I don't know. I won't be watching it, I guess. I like the Ronnie Coleman one. I mean, I like Ronnie Coleman, though. I don't like, yeah. you know, the, the documentary. is yeah. like, It's it's a, it's you, okay, but Ronnie Coleman can carry anything. Th- they could have done a better... Generation Iron doesn't make great videos. You know, you could do a better piece on these individuals, in my opinion. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it's okay. I mean, I, I want to see Calum do a comeback and do well, of course. But uh, I don't know if it's warranted by a really epic, dramatic documentary. Uh, what, other, what other fitness stuff? Larry did the uh, the crazy log lift at the Europe's Strongest Man. Did you watch that video? Yeah, the 217 kilogram? Uh, that's the one he failed. Yeah. But, uh uh, yeah, he did well. We don't have to watch it. Everybody's watched it. It's Larry Wheels. Everyone sees his stuff. Yes. Is he back in from Dubai right now, or is he still over there? Uh, he's. I don't know. I think he's still in there. I talked to uh, Chalisa. She uh, replied to one of my stories, and and I think she they were still in Dubai. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're yeah. cool. I like them a lot. The log lift was four hundred and forty six pounds, two hundred and two point five kilograms. The one he succeeded with. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But he did 440 a few weeks prior to I saw that. saw that. That's when I saw, yeah. 
But uh, Larry's, yeah, Larry's strong as hell. We all know it. He's a cool, cool mother. And then uh, Thor won. Europe's strongest man, as expected. Is this his fifth or sixth win? He said fifth, right? Five times. But uh, yeah, it's go Thor. Yeah, he's gonna uh, Europe's. I mean, uh, world strongest man is gonna be interesting. I think Martins is uh, is taken. Uh, as long as he can find the the events that he's really good at to win, and then like kind of dodge out of and just place in those ones that Thor is gonna wreck everybody in. Yeah, I think he has. He's a pretty decent chance, man. Well, what he told us about the world strongest man compared to say the Arnold. Pro Strongman Classic is the Arnold is mostly static maximum strength, like most deadlift, most number of reps with a with a stone that you can do once or twice, you know, like really heavy static stuff. Whereas uh, the World Strongest Man has a lot of uh, moving events, like more farmers carries yoke things. Yeah, which uh, Martins is really good at. Yeah, he's, he's lighter. A, he's athletic. He's, he's lithe. Mm-hmm. So being lighter actually has, you know, some advantage sometimes if. Uh, if and he's gonna, trying to be lighter. For he, this. He's trying to improve yeah. those because he has his eyes. Well, and he's going set. to be lighter too. Yeah. For this, he's not going to be three fifty-five, which he was. He's going to be a uh, three twenty-five. Did he say he's going to lose twenty pounds or something? Did he three thirty? Yeah. Oh man, that's what he said. Yeah. He's, he's going to be fast. Hopefully, he can move eight twenty-five pound frame carry fast at that <laughs> weight. You know, that's what they yeah, do. It's nuts. You know? But uh. As, you go ahead, you well, go. no, as Tom mentioned, there was a Chick Fil A eating challenge video with him. Yeah, coming that was, out on our YouTube channel. That was uncomfortable. So. You know what i I gotta say, like that was a good eating challenge. If you're gonna do an eating challenge, a Chick Fil A one is a good one because even near the end, the food still tasted good. It does. That's yeah, a weird thing. Yeah. It still tasted good at the end, even though you're extremely uncomfortable. And then, uh, if you guys are subscribing or donating or cheering beats. We'll get to that at the end of the podcast. Thank you. We're going to put this is going to be the first one that is going on the audio, the Spotify, iTunes, Google Play. If you guys haven't listened to those, go over there and subscribe and follow. Because uh, we're not doing the, the cool thing about this podcast, guys, is that we will never have any ads on this. Like you've heard uh, other podcasts that, uh, you know, have promo codes for Squarespace and et cetera, et cetera. We'll never have those ads pop up occasionally we will talk about our own stuff like grip genie and maybe okay stuff uh coming out but the best way you can support it is subscribe on itunes spotify all that things uh and, and i apparently do we have 35 itunes reviews i didn't even I, we've never asked for them but if you guys want to review it on itunes that's cool is there a link know. for that the what is there a link for that uh, we don't have a link down here. They just once they're in the iTunes store, I don't know those people. There's certain people that review things on awesome. iTunes. I don't. It help us I out if you uh, reviewed yeah. positively and favorably, please. Yeah. Because so this, uh, it helps. It does. It yeah. that helps a lot. It does. Yeah. But uh, we're gonna be doing this every Friday with Juji and I or the guests, and uh, we, we the travel setup is kind of is okay. We did one with uh, Steffi at the Arnold. Mm-hmm. Wish we could have got more guests, but it was a. Uh, Arnold, Arnold uh, messed up our brains, but the uh, the fitness in the fitness world right now. There's what what other news is out? Oh, uh, uh, watch some Nick Strength and Power videos. Some French bodybuilding guy got arrested for tran- transporting anabolics or some shit. You don't have to look this up, Brian. I'm just saying things. Uh, the uh, Nick's S and P. Oh yeah, the uh, Jay Cutler is definitely not doing a comeback. <laughs> 
Okay, well, well like this, this, yeah. Oh, what we didn't talk about, though, is Antoine's uh, thing with uh, Tiff with Jeremy Buendia. That, I, I that didn't know whether we were going to actually talk about that. No, I wanted, I want to. Oh, okay, I okay. I, I didn't dude. know if we were going to going to because it's pretty uh, edgy. Yeah, no, pretty, I love it. Okay, dude. well, this is why you guys are here. So it it all originated, guys, because Antoine made a uh, Instagram uh, post where he was in board shorts. This is something you should look up, Brian. Uh, the uh, post with board shorts. He uh, he basically just did a, a routine where he's got board shorts on, and it's I think it's funny, man. It, he was just doing it because it's Antoine. He's funny, but there it is. He's no, not got that a, one, not that one. He's got board shorts on. And he just is on a stage, uh, and uh, ends up uh, yeah, just kind of doing his physique uh, routine. You can play it, Ryan. That's actually a picture. I don't think it's further back. Oh, than that. I think he has it on his YouTube. It's on his YouTube. It's whatever. The pictures don't, on don't worry about it. Uh, the so anyway, he does this physique thing. He's just like, oh, he's way too big to uh, to be a physique guy because he's an open bodybuilder. He's a huge dude, and uh, so he's these board shorts on that he just rips off in the middle of it. And Jeremy Buendia, who is a physique guy who's won the Olympia, I don't know, several times, right? He's four time, uh, four time Olympia. Uh, apparently took that to heart and uh, was a little pissed off about Antoine making fun of physique people. Yeah. Uh, and in reality, it was never even directed at physique competitors, a shot at them. He was just, Antoine was just in jest uh, saying he's, you know, it's ridiculous that he would even attempt it because he's too big yeah. for, for physique competitors. Well, com- well, considering his legs are one of his biggest parts of his body, why, yeah. would he, why would he compete in a division where your legs are completely taken out of the equation? You know, it's just, yeah. Plus his upper so, body. Let's get it's that just picture. Just show them the picture of it, Brian. And, uh, no, no, not the legs, just the picture of the board shorts, brother. There's this no, video. Uh, not that. The, 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 uh, that floor shot, the one down there that you just scrolled up from. Yeah, yeah, there it is. So that's the original one where, uh, yeah, Antoine's got the board shorts on. <laughs> well, I see my comment at the top. Is it? <laughs> I just uh-huh. said, what the fuck? Oh, yeah, no. yeah. This is, this is funny, man. <laughs> oh, mine's up there, too. Yeah, yours is up there, too. Ours is up top, too. <laughs> uh, That's good. But, uh, yeah, the uh, so anyway, Jeremy Buendia went on a rampage, a diatribes on multiple story posts, just ranting about uh, open bodybuilders not giving him any credit and not uh, not taking them serious. Because uh, they're they're serious people, and I'm like, I mean, you guys are wearing board shorts on stage. It's like we understand that you're you're in good shape, but he really took it to heart, yeah. and and then it gave Antoine a ton of good exposure because this guy was just supremely supremely rude, uh, and just targeting Antoine and kind of belittling him, yeah, and even going into Antoine's DMs and saying horrible things to him. Not cool, not cool, guys. But eventually, Antoine brought it full circle, and he donated the board shorts to uh, to charity for uh, mental health. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty cool. And uh, I lost a bidding award to Aaron Singerman, and then some other guy bid a thousand bucks on him. The uh, the interesting thing is, we're good friends with Antoine. I message him every day. We just. He's the only guy I think I talk to online where we just send each other messages that just make absolutely no sense just to amuse each other. It's just mm-hmm. I've, I do I don't waste time doing that with anyone but him anymore. I don't think. <laughs> but uh, during that when that was going on, I was like, 
what is going on here? Yeah. He said, he's mad, LOL. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, in DMs, Antoine wasn't like sitting there typing out paragraphs like, oh, this is what's going on and blah, yeah, blah. Yeah. Antoine just, it really did not even phase the guy. No, well, like, because it had no relevance to the other dude. The other dude just came in like a wildfire, even though none of it made any difference. Yeah. And Antoine wasn't targeting the guy whatsoever. So it was just, I mean, Buendia has been known to do this in the past too, man. He freaks out and does Instagram stories where he just rants about, how he gets no, I don't know, no credit or doesn't get the the praise and recognition that yeah. physique competitors should get. And it's just like, dude, you know, you, you, who decided to put board shorts up on that stage, man? That's what I what what, what originated. How did physique originate? Was some guy that was like, man, my upper body's so sick, but my legs aren't that great. Let's put the board shorts on. <laughs> You know what? Well, yeah. Why didn't they do khaki shorts or something, right? Uh, or capris? Or Cause, jeans? Because they have to do the why not jeans? yeah jeans, right? They have jeans. to cover up their calves. I don't man. think they're judging the calves. Are they judging the calves I though? I don't know. But the calves are out. Does Chad do, they, know? do their feet? No, they can't be judging the calves. Look at those. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I didn't think they were because they have small calves. Uh, but here's here's another. Yeah, let's watch a men's physique rules trailer. Oh, that's sick, Brian. Full screen that shit. Give us the give us the full, no full screen full screen. I want to see this. This is very important. Oh, there's no no sound. Sick. Okay. This this is really. I'll, I'll uh, rule number uh, one. Rule number uh, rule number one. Put on board shorts. Rule number two. Tan. Rule number three. three. Calves don't matter. Turn back and forth. Uh, rule number four. Put your fingers in weird positions when you pose. Rule number five. Uh, that's it. Uh, every, there's <laughs> mirrors on stage. <laughs> okay. Uh, rule number six. Happened, uh, be pissed what that was... you don't get enough recognition from open bodybuilders. Uh, rule number seven. Be upset when uh, <laughs> when Kai Green and uh, Phil Heath are photoshopped to be smaller. <laughs> that was that was sick, dude. Okay. Well. Uh, there's no information about uh, stage presence and personality, Brian. What does that say? Uh, just control plus that for me so I can read it. Okay. Contra- contestants will... Oh, one more. Contestants will be asked to walk in board shorts. Shorts mu- must be just above the knee in length and can be one inch below the belly button. No spandex and no logos are permitted. Uh, competitors will enter the stage without a shirt and barefoot. No lewd acts allowed. For example, the moon pose. What's the what's the moon pose? Why no lewd acts? You can't bang a grapefruit on stage. Why wasn't that the eg? Uh, no gymnastics moves are allowed. Judges are looking for the content uh, contestant with the best stage present and poses who can successfully convey his personality to the audience. So this gem- just wait. Doesn't that wouldn't that mean Jeremy Buendia just has to successfully convey that he's a douchebag? How's it work, man? Brian, what, what you got, Brian? So it says at the top also that this is not a bodybuilding contest, so extreme muscularity should be marked down. <laughs> so you you want to be you don't want to be too effed. jacked, right? That's so you got to Photoshop your muscles. Okay, sick. Well, that's one for me, dude. I should be a physique competitor. It seems like it'd be something very hard to judge. Tom Plant, Tom Platt's got the moon pose band. <laughs> what what? Can you look up the moon? Wait, don't do not show it, Brian. Look it up. Okay, we're not going to get banned on Twitch. What is the moon pose bodybuilding? 
I'm serious though. Where did they get the board shorts? How did that come into play? You know, where did that originate? Oh. Okay. It's literally bending over and touching your yeah, toes. Yeah, we're not going to be able to put that on Twitch, guys. But if you'd like Tom Platt's to uh, did that. do an image search of the moon pose, it is, uh, well, it's showing your butt off. It looks Sweet. like that dude's got a back vagina. That's Tom Platt's. Uh, you know what? I think the reason they he might do that pose there is because it shows different type of muscularity in your hamstrings. Oh, it does. It's pretty wild. Yeah, it's, it's especially for him since his legs are like the best the best legs in bodybuilding. Yeah, do that. You know? Put that so. shit right on rear pussy. That's a good subreddit. <laughs> uh, God damn, that is, that is weird, dude. I understand that. Uh, yeah, it's just, uh, it's just a weird thing. Yeah, there we go. Why do physique... Uh, yeah, definitely learn about why Physique uh, uses men's board shorts from uh, bodybuilding.com article or forum. I don't think it's gonna that's going to help, Brian. Uh, <laughs> I'm still thinking about how, how, how you even judge a competition like this. It's like, all right, you can't be too big, right. but you have to be sort of big. Well, at the same time, you have to be lean. So at what point is it just like you're trading one for the other if one of them is capped? You know, yeah, I don't know. It's, do it's kind of confusing because bodybuilding is like big, lean, both, boom, symmetry, right? Other stuff that are good, uh, and, and it's evolved over the years as well. You know, the classic golden era is a different physique style they wanted. Now it's you know the mass monsters, and and it's pretty clear. Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess it's just like, hey, that guy looks great. Yeah, cool. Uh, I'm, I'm, but the, then, oh, the, no, 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 personality. Physique, you, know? you know, who can best portray their personality exactly, on stage? Yeah. So one guy's gonna go, oh man, that guy's personality is great. I'm like, I don't like that guy. Yeah, I no, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna mark him down. I'm gonna put a nine there. Uh, what else we got here in the news? Uh, we got some. Uh, we got some strange news. Brian has a has a good one here. Uh, more flamingos are flocking to Mumbai, India, than ever before. What do you think the reason is, John? Give me a second. Okay. Is there a reason? Yeah, there's a reason. There is a reason. Yeah. Is it, uh, can I play Go Fish for a second? Sure, yeah. Okay. Well, why do you think flamingos are coming to Mumbai right now? Is it a, is it a clean or dirty city? Mumbai? Yeah. Is Mumbai clean or dirty? Yeah. Uh, it's, it was actually, it was, I think in early 2000s, it was voted the cleanest city in the world. Are you trolling me? No, Mumbai is fantastically clean. Uh, well, then maybe that's no why. one shits in the street. Um, no, not a single person uh, just dumps all of their grease into the street after they've sold all the street food. Is it, uh, there's definitely a, a high level of cleanliness can in, you, in Mumbai. Can you eat flamingos in the other provinces around India? Uh, that is a big. I don't know. Uh, Wait, I can see. Oh yeah, it's it's clean place. No, it's, it's not clean. It's actually very, very dirty. That that article is a total uh, hit piece. That's that a slant. That, was a, that would be a propaganda piece from the Indian government. Oh, okay. <laughs> to say it's so. the cleanest. Brian just found an article saying Mumbai was the cleanest capital. Okay, okay. Uh, article uh, research done by the Mumbai government. Uh, okay. Uh, so, what, what do you think the reason is here? Well, I can read it now. It's dirty. It's, oh, it's, now you see the reason. Frick! Yeah. Frick, Brian! <laughs> Brian! <laughs> it, it, I, uh, I was on the right track. You were close. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, sewage. Uh, I think I'll be like, why do the flamingos like the sewage there, Brian? 
But it's not saying very good things about my property with all the flamingos on it. No, dude, you got some. You got some. You do have some sewage, yeah. You got some hella sewage over there in the gym fort. Interesting. Do you think they're saying the industrial runoff and and sewage is attracting flamingos? Damn, those are flamingos the rat of the uh, bird of the bird. Like no, pigeons? that's the pigeon. That's a pigeon. It's a pigeon. I still like pigeons though. Yeah, I don't know. Are there birds you don't like, Tom? I, I think I like all birds. No, I don't like. Uh, I don't like. I'm not a big fan of crows. Why? They're smart. They can eat donuts and stuff. Not a big fan of crows. I don't like turkey vultures. I really just don't like scavengers. I've been seeing a lot of turkey vultures near the warehouse recently. Have you seen that? Actually, yeah. Huh? Like not. It's 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 the it's the road going before you turn to go to the warehouse. There's a lot of them over there. Interesting. It's, it's. I mean, they. They're brave dudes. They sit there right next to where you drive. It's like, dude, you're like a foot from me. I'm going to hit you on accident. I heard there's a higher population of turkey vultures. Somebody told me uh, above 7-Elevens. They like the slushies. Okay. <laughs> uh, and, and... Can you get that article up, Brian? Uh, what, the slushy 7-Eleven <laughs> article with, with yeah. turkey vultures? Yeah, yeah, no so way. The turkey vulture sanctuary is actually in, in Northern California. Have just slushy machines there for the, <laughs> to propagate births. Uh, <laughs> oh God damn! Uh, what? Wait, what, did you send me an article? I didn't see it, John. Me? Yeah. Uh, it was just the one with uh, Dana. She got oh, rabbed yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. Tell us about that. Yeah. She. Uh, you know what is what is DLB Daily? She does that thing. Have you noticed? Dana Bailey Daily. Is she literally training every day? No, I don't know. Because I think sure. she does workouts every day, and you can follow her if you uh, subscribe to her service, so you can work out with her every day. Really? So I think, Dan- yeah, I think she's a she's a workaholic in terms of working out. Uh, when I went to visit the warehouse gym uh, in Philadelphia last year, uh, I went to hang out with them for a little while, and we shot a YouTube video, which is on the channel. It goes, it's about about a year ago. And me and Rob are done working out. We're sitting at their juice bar at their gym. And it's like, what is she doing? He's like, she's still working out. She's working out with a different group of people now. Good Lord. So she started working out with us. Yeah. And, and then me and going. him were done. And then she found another group of people started doing their workout with them. That's nuts. She's crazy. Now, she has rhabdo from doing, I think, sit-ups, GHD sit-ups or something. Yeah. Was this part of that, uh, yeah, Brian, that was YouTube it, project? Was it part of the uh, the, the Beast's? Beast War thing? Or yeah. You guys just saw that. It was four women, Brooke Entz, uh, Brooke Entz, some yeah, it's right Maddie, there. and then Maddie Forberg, Maddie Rogers, TT, and DD. So I guess you throw her in a competitive setting with three Wait, this was, with, this was, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, this was the Brute Showdown, uh, which was pretty popular on YouTube. We actually watched the trailer for it, remember? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, the trailer was was real weird, but damn, she got that doing the CrossFit workout? She got rhabdo? Think so. so. What happens when you get rhabdo? You just get an IV and then get back to new or what? Your liver and kidneys have a big problem, and then it's like, I think it's like a cycle where uh, it like it self-perpetuates, kind of like, uh, like an allergy or something, or uh, inflammation Ugh. or something, and you have to go get it fixed because it can be uh, very bad. Good Lord. That's, um, that's why CrossFitters need better grip strength. Well, actually, <laughs> Cause because if, you, uh, if they had better grip strength, they wouldn't get rhabdo. 
get wrapped up doing grip strength exercises yeah. in my hands. Dude, that in would In the hospital, funny. I'm sitting there with my hands. I got rabbed on my hands, guys. Good Lord. Can I get a cookie like Callum in that documentary? Gotta, yeah. Yeah, dude. You got Juju. Because it's so hard to hold. Yeah. Dude, then we can make, you can get a Generation Iron documentary. <laughs> like, uh, ungripping. You know, ungripping, ungripping the story of how Juju got rabdo in his hands and came back from it to become the world's greatest grip star. He uh, petitioned for years. Juju worked so hard for decades to get grip strength to be at the Olympics in 2020, yeah. the Summer Olympics. I'm gonna do a yeah. documentary on it. There's gonna be a, a documentary. I'm excited for it <laughs> for the Olympics, and I am too, man. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we're talking about May. We are not even talking about uh, next year, guys. The Olympics. We're going to be there. Yeah. Doing yeah. grip training. <laughs> the Olympics. Good Lord. <laughs> I couldn't even imagine what it would be. You have to think of, uh, you know, how rock climbing, they had to put speed climbing into it. Yeah, yeah. To, that, that, to be a part of the Olympics, is right? It, is it because it's just, uh, why? It, it's timed, and then it's it's two people racing against each other, so I think it, it brings more excitement. It's it's an exciting kind of speed portion of, uh, of the Olympics that, you know, Magnus thinks it's idiotic. Yeah, uh, Magnus makes fun of those guys. Yeah, he thinks yeah. it's trash. He's like, "There's no technique. There's no skill." Right, but but it's more exciting for the the layman viewer. I mean, most of the people that are watch the Olympics, they're watching all these different events and all these different sports that they just have no connection to whatsoever. So they need to watch something that they can instantly be like, "Oh, this guy's running uh, from the starting line to the the the, the hundred meters." But but that's metric system, you know. Uh, they got they got to make it real simple. But the uh, okay, we got a list. Gri- what would grip strength be? How would they how would they make it dumber? You know, you mean more exciting? Yeah, so less I'm- dumb. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look at the we got a list of exercises. Let's start from the top. I'll, I'll just start do uh, going down. We got basketball. That's fast. Archery is not fast. But but, but baseball, you can't. Baseball and basketball, those are sports that you you don't need to explain, you know? Yeah. The the vast majority, everybody in the world knows what basketball is. Not everyone knows what rock climbing is or how they do it, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, canoe, kayak, fencing. Fencing is something that it's two people hitting each other with swords, you know? Even if you don't have any connection to it or know what's going on, you can get drunk and watch that shit. <laughs> uh, judo, same thing. Like, you don't have any idea of technique, karate, you know, you can you can see some guy hitting himself. Skateboarding, it's like that's exciting on its own. So basically, you're saying the uh, the entryway to getting in the Olympics is having a sport that's just easy for someone just to understand what's going on. At, at this point now, yeah. Look, they're putting skateboarding and sport climbing in it. That's they're trying to do extreme sports because a lot of the direction of the internet is that in that way. You know? Yeah, I got you. Has a has a judo video other has a judo video gone viral other than a judo fighter beating some guy up in a street fight yeah, right yeah. has it has an actual competition gone viral no does it get big hits nah but mm. will sport climbing or skateboarding possibly right yeah where's cup stacking there's t- good god is that, was that was that cup stacking i saw on that list uh, no? it's not there yet is well, poker in there we're trying to get it in poker is the uh, i i think poker is a sport what do you think it's a sandwich or a sport i think it's a hot dog but the, uh, I don't know, the Olympics are just kind of, I used to watch the summer ones, but I, I kind of got over it. Well, Chad, what do you guys do? Do you guys watch the summer, winter? Give us a little comment. I wonder if the uh, the viewership of the Olympics for like the past 
10 years what that chart actually looks like you know because you're yeah. right well it's nbc uh, they're bad of, at everything a lot of this stuff is just not relatable to people because how many people i don't know do any of the sports in the olympics well yeah but that's not i i think that's not I, it i i don't think that's it as much because uh because they've always been highly watched even if you don't do them you know, every, the Olympics in general has it gotten less relevant because other sports have been got, gotten more popular. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's still like stars. There's major stars from the Olympics. It's just the U.S. is not as good at popping up those stars. Like Great Britain had put a huge effort into giving their Olympians a platform on YouTube. They actually like gave them the resources to develop YouTube channels. Yeah. That's why they're rhythmic gymnasts. Uh, what's his dick? The guy that people, Niall Wilson and uh, Tom Davey, or uh, Tom Davey is the, the diver. Uh, and those guys were given a platform to kind of like bring it to the youth. The rest of the systems, like they don't really have, we don't, do you know a USA Olympian off the top of your head? No. No, not a single one. No, right? I don't. So it's it's really the a lot of the Olympic countries didn't adapt to uh, to how to promote it. So it's kind of that's why it's gone downhill. And yeah. then in conjunction, it's like holy shit, basketball stars and football stars are all over social media and YouTube and all that. So yeah, yeah it's kind of sad because they're amazing athletes, and uh, I should probably do do stuff like that to promote it. <laughs> Wonder how many of them get wrapped up. Uh, it depends on the sport. Oh God, yeah. yeah. Do judo people get wrapped? What if you got wrapped on table tennis? That'd be sick. See, that's the thing. Like, dude, if there was a table tennis star in the U.S., people would watch that. Man, I would. I would follow the social media. That's an ignorant question. Is table tennis the same thing as ping pong? That's correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Why isn't it called ping pong? Because table tennis sounds. Like an Olympic sport and ping pong doesn't. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. That's sure. Yeah. That's, I can see that. Ping pong. Yeah. But it, it's uh Yeah, man. I would I would watch a table tennis dude or a or a guy that shoots uh guns in the steeplechase really well. Well, a professional table tennis Ste- or ping pong s- is pretty wild looking. Shot but, steeple. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It there's apparently an article saying table tennis and ping pong are different. Yes, this, oh. uh, the the headline is "Trust me, it's not the same." Hmm. Why is okay? Oh, okay, uh, we got some uh, announcements for some Grap Genie. Let's go, uh, let's get that on the screen, Brian. Show the show the show the young photo. We got some uh, new the uh, new products coming out, but we got this dank, beautiful uh, laser etched logo that's going to show up on stuff. And we are also in talks with getting our uh, grip strength stuff used at the arm lifting competitions, Arm Lifting USA, mm-hmm. which is a, a really cool thing. We did 33 competitions last year in the U.S., so mm-hmm. likely if you're in the U.S., one of those is probably near you. Yeah. And you get some Grip Genie stuff. Right, show the other one, Brian. And go try the equipment in arm lifting competition. Uh, the other one, it's uh, gray on black, the the block, but uh, we'll see if we're going to do white or just keep it with the gray, make it low key. 
It's uh, that's gonna be cool. So we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna do our own competitions. We got an app developing for Grip Genie right now, guys. Uh, S. Devich, I don't know if he's in chat, but he's uh, he's been in chat before. He's a viewer. Uh, he, I met him at the Arnold, and we're making a, a Grip Genie app that's basically gonna be a high score app where you uh, report, say, your grip strength score on a lift like the block. And you submit a video of you doing that lift. Say, let's say it's eighty-five pound lift. Oh, and that's that's the second place, right? At the time, right? Eighty-five pounds is a lot. It's very good. So let's say that's that's would technically get second on the high scoreboard. Then all the other users, they'll get that video served up to them, and then they can approve it by either pressing a thumbs up or swiping right or something. And if you get enough approves, say ten people approve it, you get your name on the high score. And it's going to look like a retro video game. So it'll have like three, it'll do the three initial thing instead of uh, people's names. Mm-hmm. So it'll be John can do J O N. That's what I used to do in Or video you could do J J I for Juji. I would never do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but John would be good. You could do Tom. T-O-M. I could do Tom. I know. I always had Tom. That's what you did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like that's, I would that's actually that's do TRB. The, uh, the blessing of a three letter first name. No, I would do initials. I would do TRB. My initials. TRB? Yeah. Now why? I, I like TRB. Now, why would you want to be Tom? Why would you want to be TRB? Turb. I like Turb. Yeah. You like Turb? Yeah. Turb is the reason that flamingos are flocking to Mumbai. Oh. Oh. Uh, if you upload something else, um, well, there's going to be uh, there's going to be repercussions. If you upload, uh, say, yourself jerking off on the uh, the Grip Genie app, then uh, we're gonna well gonna have a little problem, and you're gonna have to go to the other Grip Strength app called MFC, and you can sport your wares there and try to get some coins from some other users. But but uh, we're gonna we'll figure out those things as they go. I mean, seriously, if someone posts some pictures, some like video of them, you know, uh, banging a, a fucking stuffed animal or something, then you know we're just gonna have to deal with it. We'll have moderators for that. But uh, I think it's it's pretty unlikely because then there's a video of them banging a stuffed animal on there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you want a video of you banging a stuffed animal in the Grip Genie app? That what would be funny, dude, if that guy then emailed me later and was like, "Hey, dude, I'm looking to be an athlete with Cripcini," <laughs> and then we, he like, he's got like all these videos of him lifting really well, really strong, and then you go on there and you're like, "Ah, oh, man, we denied you uh, this one clip that you posted. Yeah, uh, it's you banging a stuffed animal." So, gonna gonna say that we can't have you as, as an athlete. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, also, I mean, that, that also brings me, uh, Magnus Mitbow is going to be the first script genie athlete, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, we're going to announce that in a videos during, uh, American Ninja Warrior and, uh, and it's going to be fun. He had already announced it in a podcast with somebody else or a sit down video. I'm not sure. So Magnus is going to be the first grip athlete. We got some other people lined up, but, uh, is there yeah, any exercise that was stronger than Magnus on grip? The rolling, rolling thunder, right? Yeah, but the pinch block. You're barely the, better than Rolling Thunder. I think he got like 185, 200. Yeah. He? You got, yeah, he was just barely better than you. Yeah. And that wasn't even his best day. Yours was on your best day. Yeah. So, also, he doesn't, I don't think he's ever deadlifted 200 pounds. So. Well, <laughs> watching him deadlift, yeah. Yeah. So, doing it with, uh, with one hand is uh, ridiculous. Uh, Brian, what, 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 45 minutes, 50 minutes? One hour, wow, cool. 
That's good. All right, well, uh, this has been the uh, Spotify, iTunes. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching the YouTube channel. We'll be uh, every Friday again. We'll be uh, doing this with uh, Doogie and I and then uh, a guest if we got one. And we are streaming it live on Twitch. And right now we're going to announce some subs and cheers. And if you guys have any questions for us in the the future stuffs, what we got going on, please holler at us. Uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. <laughs>